0: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. It
1: sounds very inspirational. Hunting,
2: fishing, and loving every day.
1: That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. You could tell the, where the song's going just from the opening riff. <laughs> you could, you could just, you could just feel like we're gonna be outside doing great things. Who is this, Bo? Luke I've heard this Bryan. song a million times, but I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've seen Luke Bryan in concert and he did it. It was great. Oh, he kicked off the show with this. I'm like yeah. in an RV. Oh yeah, yeah. I, when Bo, when you just said Luke Bryan, you said it like you were introducing one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> you were to hit the post. Luke
3: Bryan.
4: You can take the boy out of the country <laughs> station. Right. You just can't take the country exactly, station out of the boy.
1: Exactly. I'll take well, that as a compliment. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it was meant as a compliment. Thanks, brother. Welcome into Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. And, of course, my partner, Bo Matthews. Thank you for joining us for another week. Don't forget that if you want to take this show with you each and every week, you can do so with our podcast. We put out two podcasts of Second Amendment Radio every week. You can get the podcast anywhere that you get podcasts, but I would recommend the Radio.com app. The Radio.com app is free. You can stream live. You can stream this station live 24-7. You can rewind live radio, and you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station There on the Radio.com app. We put out the show podcast every Friday and the podcast exclusive every Monday. Today we are going to talk to our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory a little bit later on. We are also going to talk to old Chad, the Chad, original Chad. Yeah, did you know? (laughs) Did you know that? Yeah, Chad Ellis, our former producer, is going to join us in the next segment. We're going to have a chance to catch up with Chad. Uh, and uh, Jesse from Razorbacks. is going to stick around for the podcast exclusive. So it's going to be a fun show, lots to talk about. And we will start this show like we start every show with our good friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? Can't complain, sir. Can't complain. Another wild week in this crazy world. Uh, do you want to do, do? you have any? Do you have any thoughts on the politics of the day before we get into the gun industry? Did you want to? Did you have anything on your mind that you wanted to touch on before we moved on?
5: What could you possibly be referencing?
1: <laughs> There's a lot going on. I nothing to see here, yeah. folks. Nothing to see. I yeah. I personally think uh, the impeachment uh, situation is just a complete, jam. yeah, just a total. Uh, show it's just a political circus and yeah. it's meaningless. But we can talk about it. we can we can get into that a little bit if you want to. How are you feeling about um, how you feeling about the way of the world right now?
5: Well, it's a waste of time. Uh, you know, but you know, that's all they've done really is wasting our tax dollars for the last four years investigating unfounded out or uh, unfounded uh, allegations. So maybe they actually have something this time. Maybe they don't. Uh, but you know, it's kind of goes back to the whole premise of I'm going to blame the car manufacturer for a drunk driver. I'm going to blame the gun manufacturer for the criminal using my gun, uh, using a gun uh, to commit a crime. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, In other news, the fact checkers from Facebook mysteriously disappeared when you proclaim Joe Biden is uh, uh, the recipient of the Medal of Honor. Received three Nobel Peace Prizes and single-handedly cured uh, AIDS, HIV, autism, and dementia. Uh, that that gets no fact check. But you throw <laughs> up, you know, the election was, uh, you know, I don't want to use the word rigged, but let's say
1: uh, suspicious. Un- you call into question the results in any way? How about yeah. that?
5: And and yeah, you, and immediately you get all these uh, fact checks, etc. So you know I don't know i mean if if that's not a reality a check uh for you um to wake up, I don't know what is, and then you know c f o of Twitter says Trump's been banned permanently, but yet al qaeda can still have twitter accounts um but they say trump uh incites you know hate and violence i
2: I don't know where I am,
1: yeah, you know i you can you can be angry about. Censorship in any way. And I completely understand that. Um, But if you want to have this discussion, if you want to defend what Twitter and Facebook are doing by saying, look, they're sticking to their policies and they're stopping the spread of misinformation, I'm okay with I'm even okay with that argument, whether I agree with them going too far or not. But when you don't apply your policies and your – yeah, when yeah. you don't apply that equally, like you just mentioned, you can put anything – you you can say anything you want without any fact-checking that supports a, a, a progressive left agenda. And, yep. and you're not going to get any – you're not going to get any repercussion from that. But if you do the same thing on the right – and it doesn't even have to be very – extreme or y- y- if you just do it on the right on, on some uh uh controversial or sensitive topic, you you're going to be scrutinized and possibly canceled. Yeah, and canceled. possibly banned and cancelled. Exactly, exactly right. So I look I don't I don't mind the fact checking. I mean it's not I don't I I've, I don't really not really here for censorship, you know, very much at all unless it's some kind of really hateful or incendiary or, you know, something like that. Um but but I'm I understand the fact checking if it's handled equally. But it is so obviously not. It's so no. just it's so blatantly not being done equally. There's and even leak the, leak the leak. Uh, fact ahead, checking
4: Apple. sites, the fact checking sites are are, are uh, you can tell yes. that they're being controlled yes. by somebody because my dad, uh, you know, God bless him. He, he always goes and he calls it Snopes. Or, I'm sorry, he calls it Snoops. I went to Snoop's, and it must be right. And I'm like, Dad, first of all, it's Snopes, But you know what? They are changing things on there as well. When you have Facebook, Google, and, uh, you know, uh, what was the Twitter. other one? There's uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. There, If, if that is uh, your that, – that is a control of speech, not free speech. And, you know, I, I, I honestly, I feel bad for Donald Trump because – he doesn't have an outlet to get his opinion out there. Now, when he opened up that uh, website for the, you know, the former president dot com or whatever it is, the former office office of the former president dot com. There's no communication. He's not communicating. He's not doing a blog. He's not doing any of that. So I, I just I'm anxious to hear what uh, his defense says uh, in this in this impeachment trial, because, man, I'll tell you what it looks like to me. That if you remember the difference between the Democratic National Convention and the Republican National Convention, uh one was a Zoom call for the Dems, and one was, you know, like, you know, Hollywood produced. It was done so slick yeah. that it looks like the uh the impeachment managers uh must have hired somebody like that <laughs> to put together what they have.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. But the problem is, is it is it's just a show trial. It means not there's no burden of proof there's no crim- there's no jury there's no judge the the jury is the are the senators the evident there's no evidence. we're not like waiting to see what evidence is going to be produced we've all we all know what they're all going to say we've all seen the evidence and everybody's made up their mind you either think the president is guilty the former president is guilty or you don't and nobody's mind is going to change the the jury has essentially already said the way that they're going to vote right and you it's know, a waste of time. It's a total, total waste of time and resources. When we have so
4: much going on. Tony, we've got a pandemic going on. But not you. Not that you would know that by looking at the right. news. You barely see anything
1: about that. Yeah, And it's uh, all and we, it's all got- done to divide us, and it's all done to just in, continue to pit us against each other. Go ahead, Aaron. In
5: other, in other news, St. Louis County is going to be opening up things to like 50% capacity because our hero Joe Biden has successfully – Hmm. uh started to manage the covid crisis hmm. and uh you know so california opened up as well uh you know that had i'm sure had nothing to do with joe biden getting elected or the recall election for their governor who happens to be a democrat
1: kids going so, back to school i mean a lot of conspiracy yeah. theorists said you know a lot you know these democratic controlled areas are just keeping things closed and you know, keeping kids out of school because they're trying to continue to hurt the president's number, Donald Trump's numbers. And when it comes to, you know, the number of kids not in school and the number of businesses not open and the number of jobs. And as soon as the Democrats get control, they'll open everything back up. And people said, oh, no, no, that's silly. That's that. will That's ridiculous. They don't yeah, they sure. don't play with sure people's lives like, like that's that." Happening. Yeah. Uh, You know, so you talk about that. Your your store is in St. Louis County, Aaron. What is uh, how are you feeling about things opening back up? And what are your customers talking about when they're uh, in the store?
5: So, uh, you know, uh, well, they I mean, they kind of they agree with us. I mean, we don't even need to mince words here. Hmm. They uh, they think that it was they thought it was going to open back up after uh, Biden got elected, period. And uh I was like, well, I don't know. We'll see where the science takes us because he keeps claiming he's as, you know, Dr. Sam Page, and he's got, uh, you know, science backing him, and he wants to do it this way and that way because experts. And uh <laughs> seems to be uh, kind of the opposite now. Uh, you know, you look at the COVID numbers, they're not, like I say, that they haven't improved slightly, but they're really not that different from what they were uh, back in December uh or even January for that matter. You know, uh capacities and the hospitals stuff are still in the eighty the percent range and uh, I mean it is it is what it is.
1: So all another right? another week went go went by and you know we're all still kind of waiting to see if Joe Biden is going to take some action that he promised that he would take when it when it when it we comes to Second Amendment rights or, you know, oh, yeah. different, different kind of – yeah,
5: go ahead. That has really started to to perk up um, yesterday. I probably fielded, you know, I don't want to say a dozen, but it seemed like it was a topic like yesterday. I mean, right down to people calling and being on the phone with us for uh, – I don't care to be on the – you know, we've been on the phone forever, but uh, it just seemed to be like I was on the phone for like 45 minutes to an hour, and I finally was like, hey – this has been a great conversation. I got to go though, you know, I, I gotta go. and, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is now starting to kind of come to a head. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, you know, a psychological exam. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, let me tell you, I was like, go, go talk to my strange sister. I haven't talked to in a decade, you know, and ask her about me. I'm sure that'll go over just wonderful. Um, and then, you know, $800 a year in insurance, and then they have, like, the titling and a 50% tax on the ammunition and restrictions on caliber, uh, so nothing over 50. So now we've got all these guys that, like, shoot Barrett 50s, and they're like, nobody's ever been shot with one. And I'm like, well, I'm sure somewhere somebody's been shot with one, but probably not in this country. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just makes no sense. And I keep telling people it's kind of like, you know, the art of the deal and they've got to ask for more and negotiate down for less so you know are they going to ban 50 caliber ammunition no i, I highly doubt it but they're going to negotiate well hey we'll leave the 50 cali ammunition alone if you can give us the 50 percent tax on only ammunition um and then you know well we'll leave the instead of 800 dollars a year in liability insurance We'll do four hundred dollars a year, but you have to give us a high capacity magazine ban um, now I've mentioned the insurance several times because I'm thinking to myself, you know if you shoot somebody in your house, your homeowner's insurance covers it okay mm-hmm. Who's getting rich off this? You know what I'm saying? like eight hundred dollars a year for every gun owner uh in America I mean that's a lot of cash. You know, and how is that going to be divvied out? And uh, the other part of that is, you know, which congressman or woman or senator has their finger in that pot? Which family member is going to open that business or be on that board? You know, it's just follow the money. I follow the money. That's all I can say on that one. Um, It's
4: next level stuff, isn't it? Yeah.
5: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you think about how many millions of, uh, firearms owners there are in the U.S. and multiply that number times $800 and you, you are talking a boatload of money. Okay? Um, I'm not going to say you have, let's say there's a hundred million firearms owner in America and now they're each paying $800. That's a lot of cash. Um, There's no way that the coffers they're going to fill up are not going to um, be just exploding, right? Because the payouts are not going to be there.
4: Would this be a form of extortion?
5: Yeah. I mean, might as well. Could that fall into that? I think government government in general is legalized extortion. Um, <laughs> especially when it falls outside of the original uh, constitution, they'll provide for the, the the welfare and the general security, et cetera. Um, anyway, so with that being said
1: Shop at Southern Armory. <laughs> yeah, follow, follow Before we, money, you know? yeah, yeah. Before we let you go, Aaron, what's uh what is the latest there at the shop?
5: So, yeah, we've gotten, like, several pallets of ammunition in, which is, which is good. Uh, the downside is, is like everything, it's in short supply, and wholesalers and manufacturers are, you know, kind of fixing the price wherever they want. So nothing really you can put your finger on. Um, the days of cheap ammunition, I think, are going to come back, but I also think it's going to be probably, like, 18 months. So, mm. um, you know, that's a long time not to, not to shoot, et cetera. So uh, with that being said.
1: You know, we mentioned this last week, uh, but we hadn't – We you mentioned it last week um, uh, when you were talking about the store. But it, we haven't talked for a, a while about the simulator at Southern Armory, which yeah. I think is one of the coolest things about Southern Armory is the firearm simulator. Uh, tell people that haven't heard us talk about that in the past. Uh, What a great resource that is. And for people that want to, you know, come in and haven't had a chance, maybe, you know, Bo, we talk about all the time how so many gun ranges were closed for so long and people were unable to get outside and and shoot Um, the, the simulator is, you know, it's not it's. It's it's not like going in and playing a video game. I mean, you can go in and you can do that silly stuff like shoot balloons and shoot zombies and things like that. But it's a lot it's a lot more realistic, and you know, you it's not quite the one hundred percent fix that you get from, you know, shooting at the at the range. But it's it's as close as you can get. I think it's really cool. So tell people about the simulator before we let you go. Yeah.
5: So the the simulator uses like a CO two doesn't like it does use a CO two uh blowback we've got a glock 22 uh feels like a 40 and then you know as the pressure kind of bleeds down it feels more like a nine uh we also have an ar-15 and i mean they're like they're, they're they're loud when they when they go off you know it's not like you know gun range loud right you know but uh you definitely feel the recoil you hear the pop and all the same principles apply you know like grips is it expensive is
4: it expensive to do it aaron i've never done it and i'm I'm just curious like is there a price range
5: yeah so uh 65 an hour and uh with that being said and then there's you know additional shooters cost more because we're going through more co2 but with the price of ammunition nowadays uh this is a bargain and even before the price of ammunition by the time you factored in, you know, $25 for the range, $5 per person extra, um, all your ammunition and all your targets, this was still cheaper to use because I was finding most people were shooting two and 300 rounds or more in an hour, and you can't even begin to touch that. Uh, especially now, you know, $300, uh, or 300 rounds of, you know, just either five, five, six is. Generally, right now, I see it ranging from like 85 cents to about a dollar and a quarter, and some places it's two dollars a shot. So, you know, go shoot 300 rounds out of your AR 15, you could be talking upwards of $600. Yeah, or you can come in and use the simulator and uh, you shoot as much as you want, pretty much carefree. And we have all the different stages of shooting, uh, you know, so like we can do like bullseye shooting, we could you know, bump it out from seven yards to 25 yards. We can do just tons of different courses of fire, including shooting steel, IPSC, IDPA, uh, like some USPSA stuff is in there. And then of course, then you have your scenario based stuff where you got the guy trying to rob you at an ATM, the carjacker, the home invader, you know, all those more realistic scenarios. And then, uh, we have pepper spray that you can use in there, too, so you can choose between, well, do I pepper spray this guy Man. or do I shoot this guy? That's you really – make-
1: I'm glad we talked about this because it is it is important, especially now when you when people haven't been able to get into classes or to the shooting range or whatever. This is a way to stay sharp and to get a little bit of training and to get a little bit of experience and to knock a little bit of the rust off. Um, so just another, another reason to get out to Southern Armory. Uh, Aaron, we've got to wrap this up. If people do want to come yep. out and see you, how do they do so physically and online?
5: We are located at uh, one mile east of 270 and 44 on Watson Road, 9901 Watson Road. And you can find us on Facebook. You can find us uh, on southernarmory.com.
1: SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that one. And that (laughs) is Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, thank you so much for your time, my friend. We will talk to you same time next week. Yep, talk to you next week. You bet. All right, let's take another quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk to old Chad. OG. (laughs) Original Chad. The OG, yeah, I was going to say. Check up, uh, catch up with our old producer, Chad Ellis. First time he's uh, back on the show since moving to Arizona. After a week like this in St. Louis, I am more jealous of Chad (laughs) than I ever have been as I look outside the window here and all the snow and cold uh, that we're experiencing. So don't go anywhere. We'll talk to Chad when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Carl wouldn't tell us what it was. He just said, I have a great song that I'm going to play for Chad's segment. And he was right. (laughs) Welcome back to Second Amendment (laughs) Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here. With producer Carl Middleman Hello. and my partner, Beau Matthews. Carl Present. Middleman, of course, oh, uh, a.k.a. New Chad. New Chad. And, or fake
4: Chad. Or we Chad. Fake Chad. <laughs>
1: yes. So, yeah, Carl is new Chad, and we have old Chad, OG Chad, the original Chad, on the line with us now, as we mentioned. Our uh, old producer, Chad Ellis, joins us on the show. Chad, what's going on, buddy? Great to talk with you.
2: Great to talk to you guys as well. Um, yeah. i wouldn't have picked that song so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's new or improved or it's getting worse
1: (laughs) what do you think of carl's nickname he's been in uh he's been in the radio industry here in st louis for decades and now his name is old chad or new New chad Chad. excuse me
2: (laughs) new chad he's new chad I don't know. I guess
1: it's better than Carl the intern. Yep. See, <laughs> I, as long as they remember your name, it doesn't matter. The Except
4: world's for, <laughs> oldest intern.
1: They're remembering Chad's name, so that's yeah. good. So, so uh, how are you liking
4: Arizona, dude?
2: Um, I honestly, I love the weather. Um, <laughs> people are, yeah. you know, the people are a little different, a lot different than the people in St. Louis. Um, but I'm getting adjusted. Um, how would you say they're different? Really? Yeah. How, how? so? Um, they're, they're more like standoffish, you know, like, like I'm used to people like when you speak, they speak back, they're kind of like in their own world. So that's, that's what you kind of getting used to, I have to do. Um, but other than that, uh, it's, it's real, it's really chill. Uh, the weather's great all the time. Um, they keep telling me get, get prepared for the summer. Um, because it's gonna be 120 degrees, and (laughs) I'm not gonna go outside. But (laughs) well, right now, look forward to just the experience, experiencing it for real.
1: Yeah. So right now, speaking of outside, as we're recording this conversation, it is 18 degrees in St. Louis, and it is snowing, and there is snow all over the ground. It is so cold outside; you can't even. You can't even stand it. You can't even be out there. And it's going to get worse, dude. It's going to get get
4: worse this weekend. Yes,
1: it's going to get worse. In fact, depending on when people are listening to this, on Saturday or uh, or Sunday on KMOX, uh, there could be the beginnings of another snowstorm hitting us. So um, I think you have us soundly defeated in the (laughs) weather department right now.
4: Dude, it's not even (laughs) 18 degrees in Chad's uh, refrigerator. Yeah, no
1: kidding. I was
2: thinking about uh, coming to visit, but uh, you guys, I'm, I'm gonna let you. Uh, yeah, I wait. The snow and then come after. Yeah, that's a
1: good <laughs> idea. I, I, I'd, I'd push pause on that trip back to St. <laughs> Louis here for, uh, for maybe a few weeks. Sunday the high is seven, the low is zero. Yeah, the high Yay. is yeah, seven. No. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: I, I, at I, the right time. <laughs>
4: Ugh. Chad regarding the the people down there it, you know I lived in Arizona a couple of times and I've lived in Florida and they call that the melting pot but what I noticed in both places is, is nobody melts. It's just everybody's individual. So when you say people are kind of standoffish that's so true but I will say this last night I was on something Facebook or whatever and and the question was where can you move to in the world to get away from the you know this this world that we're living in here in the United States and somebody had put in there, well, I moved to Arizona and it's about as different as a world as you can inside mm-hmm. of the country. I've heard that about Texas too, but uh yeah, the weather now is like Orlando. Oh, the winter time was the prime time to be out. Mm-hmm. And in the summertime, yeah, it's, ooh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's amazing like like I've I've barbecued during the winter. I've been in the hot tub outside during the
4: winter. Um
2: mm-hmm. uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good.
4: So and you did move for love, didn't you?
2: I I did. I did. I did. My girlfriend uh moved out here and I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow. I'm kind of glad I did. It's mm-hmm. a, it's honestly bittersweet um because I mean, I do like I do have like things that I need out here. Um I did gain uh gain a higher salary and things like that, but the one thing that I'm missing, I'm missing being on the air. Like I miss that tremendously. Yeah. Um like I t- I talked to one of the producers, Anton, all the time and it's like, "Yeah, I like you here, but I'm not on the air." Yeah. And like I was like on the air at least three or four times a week uh when I when I left there. So this is it's, it's a, a huge transition for me.
1: Well, anytime you need to get that fixed, you're always welcome back mm-hmm. on this show. Of course, you can call in anytime. We can always talk to old. You can Chad. produce from there, and I'll take a week <laughs> off. So I want to I talk to you a little bit about that about that difference in uh, uh, you know the the way people are there as they are here. Um, is is everything obviously you know it, it's a crazy time in the news, and it has been for so long. Uh, you know, this impeachment trial is happening right now. When we talk about this show and we talk about the Second Amendment, you know, there's all this, uh, you know, here in in Missouri, um, they are uh, working on, the legislators here, the lawmakers here in Missouri are working on a Second Amendment Protection Act because they're afraid that Joe Biden is going to try to take action on the Second Amendment and they want to protect Missourians' Second Amendment right ahead of time. So, you know, you you know what it's like. You know how all those discussions and all yeah. are, are are constantly <laughs> happening. Are is is that what's happening? Are all those same conversations being had there? Or like Bo said, is it kind of a different world and a different mindset? And maybe politics isn't front and center.
2: It's it's honestly a different world here. Honestly, like Bo was saying, like honestly here, if you don't have a gun, you're kinda of looked at as your strange. Hmm. Like hmm. is they just <laughs> they walking around like like, it's like the Wild, Wild West still. It
4: is. You know, I'll <laughs> um, tell you, okay. I when I moved... I don't mind
2: it. Yeah.
4: I, I moved down there for radio in 86, 87. And my dad was, uh, you know, driving one of my vehicles. I was driving the other one, you know, pulling a trailer. And I remember the first thing I remembered when I pulled into Tucson was there was this biker, and he had a 9 millimeter on either hip, just like Chad's describing. It's <laughs> like the Wild West out there. And I was like, dang, that's happening here? Really? Uh it yes. was it was actually kind of freaky to see that.
2: Yeah, like I've never seen like the open carry exercised in the magnitude of how it is here. Like it's not it like yeah, Missouri has open carry, but Arizona Right, right.
1: open carry. <laughs> yeah, Missouri has open carry, but you don't see it very often. There yeah. you see it. Is uh-huh. it mostly sidearms or are they rifles? Well,
2: that's probably we got the rifles in the truck, but um, everyone has a everyone has a sidearm.
1: Wow. wow. That's crazy. Is it um you know, a lot of people associate uh uh the second amendment obviously with republicans and conservatives and you know that mindset, but Arizona is not a bright red state by any blue by time. any means. Yeah, I mean it was won by Joe Biden. So is this uh is it from what you can tell is it a bunch of of democrats that just like you know to uh, uh respect their second amendment rights or is it uh depend- or is it just depending on what part of the state you're in as, par- as far as like what politics are the most popular um what's it like politically down there
2: honestly it's it was it turned blue because like well from what i hear um, because they wanted to get rid of Trump. Yeah. Like it was, it was the sole reason. It was, it was people that were strictly red that yeah. went blue. It wasn't. It wasn't a vote purpose.
1: for Joe Biden. It was a vote against Donald Trump. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean,
2: we've seen that. We've seen that all around the nation. Yeah. Um. So we think. Mm. Hmm.
3: well I, I that's, think that's, that's a big part of it. Honestly,
2: what that's what I hear a lot of is like, oh, he's an idiot. Oh, he is. He's egotistic and stuff like that. Like, from people that I would think, like, they're not, they're not, like, they're not blue at all. Like, <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't live the blue lifestyle. Right. <laughs>
1: That's isn't that so, no. isn't that so interesting, Bo? I mean, isn't that so interesting and, and, and just weird that, you know, a, a place like that, a place like Arizona where open carry is so uh, prevalent and, you know, and obviously that means that there's got to be a good chunk of people that are, you know, conservative or, you know, have those conservative beliefs, at least in that area, that uh, the that the president could be so polarizing that it, it could, you know, it, it could knock a, a Republican president out of office. N- nuts. Well,
4: and I would say this, that, you know, whether you believe that the uh, the election was fraudulent or is it just the delusion uh, of you know Californians moving to Arizona they're moving to Texas yeah and the biggest fears in those states right. is that those people will bring their ideologies to these you know these conservative states and change those states and, yeah. and they, they they're trying to do that That's also right. did you hear the N- NRA uh, dumps New York to reincorporate in Texas that mm-hmm. that was an announcement hmm. that I saw on Instagram earlier this week uh, so you know it could change in those states where people are flocking to, yeah. uh, you know, to get away from the taxes in California and yeah. the taxes in New York. You know, no,
1: you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Chad, what about the great outdoors uh, aspect of of uh, of Arizona is the is, is can you hunting fish? and fishing and camping is I mean, Arizona has some beautiful, beautiful state parks that, and and tourist yeah, areas.
2: Yeah that's yeah. a big that's a big thing here i'm about to get an off-roading vehicle nice um, here soon nice. Like, i can't i really can't wait like i know my i know i just got a new car but it's it's nothing like having like an off-road vehicle
4: be and like you know like
2: filling the wind in my in my scalp
1: that's right <laughs>
2: that's awesome what's beautiful well, what's also beautiful
4: to it. what's also beautiful about arizona is uh i was there uh two times in my life where it snowed in tucson and it snowed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day mm. in Tucson in 1988, I think it was. And the next day it's gone, right? It just melts. Sure. But you drive 30 minutes up to Mount Lemon, and there's still snow. So we were loading up our pickups and bringing more snow back down into town. So you can do <laughs> snow skiing. You can hike. It, man, you're going to love it out there. Yeah,
1: that's so cool. Uh, yeah. Chad I have... haven't really even
4: traveled as, as, as much and seen as much
2: because I've been, like, working. But it's like I've been I've been writing a list of everywhere I'm going to travel to, like in the in the surrounding areas and all kind of stuff.
1: That's so cool. Chad, it's uh, it's great to hear your voice. It's great to talk with you. Like I said, uh, it, you know, we don't be a stranger. We won't either. We'll have you back on soon. Anytime you want to get that on air fix, you have a uh, you have an open invitation, obviously, to come back and, and be on with us anytime you want. Uh, it's great to talk with you, buddy, and, uh, you know, stay safe down there, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on. You bet. You bet. That is uh, OG Chad. Original Chad. <laughs> Old Chad. In Arizona. Yes. <laughs> All right, got to take another quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. So great to hear from our old producer, Chad Ellis. Great to talk to him. Great to hear his voice and hear that he is doing so well. Uh, If you've missed anything on today's show, don't forget to download the podcast. You can download our podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, But I recommend the radio.com app. Of course, we put out the show podcast every Friday and the podcast exclusive every Monday, which is a... Exactly what it sounds like, a little bit longer of a discussion that uh, we get to sort of extend our conversation with a guest this week. uh, Here in just a minute, we're going to talk to our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory. And Jesse's going to stick around for the podcast exclusive, so make sure you download that. Uh, It was fun to talk to Chad about everything happening in Arizona, including the great outdoors. And, of course, anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by...
4: Razorback Armory, your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They've been in business a long time. They know what they're doing. Just a half mile east of 270 on Manchester Road and online at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory.
1: And before we talk to uh, Jesse and the guys there at Razorback Armory, uh, I wanted to – Bo, you had in front of you the information – we had a uh, a tragic situation uh, with a crime committed here uh, in St. Louis where a bi-state officer uh, was killed and there's a, a GoFundMe situation. So could you just quickly kind of explain that to folks?
4: I will. James uh, Cook is his name, uh, served in the uh, Marines for eight years and, uh, you know, lives out west of town, Pacific or something like that. And uh, I just wanted to mention that the uh, fundraiser is on GoFundMe. And uh, their goal is two hundred and fifty thousand because he had a wife, uh, you know, from his from his childhood. They've been together forever with two beautiful children, and just a horrible story. Uh, but there is a GoFundMe account uh, set up for him, and it's at right now one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars, which. Yeah, of course, doesn't replace the man, but it certainly can, uh, you know, help the family. So, uh, yeah, anybody that can do that, just go to GoFundMe and look up James Cook.
1: Yeah, no, important. And I'm glad uh, you brought that up off the air. I'm glad we had a chance to uh, get that information out. So only a few minutes left on the show here this week. But we, again, will be continuing our conversation with Jesse from Razorback on the podcast exclusive. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, Jesse, before we run out of time on the show, how are things uh, going for you, and how are things out at the store? Oh, Good, good. I mean, we're
3: breaking up small furniture to make a fire here in the middle of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, how are things, uh, how, how's inventory? Are you guys able, have you been able to catch up at all, or is it still, um, the pressure is so crazy that uh, it's hard to keep anything on the shelves?
3: Yeah, no, it's still hard to keep stuff on the shelf. Um, we're actually what I was doing right before you guys call is we've got a huge shipment in. We're unboxing and putting stuff out, uh, but it seems to come go out the front door as fast as FedEx and UPS brings it into me. Um, you know, some stuff will stick around for a little bit, but we're still seeing a, a, a pretty pretty sizable push on people coming in and buying, and you know, wanting to wanting to still purchase stuff. So it's hard to get restocked. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. but. It's uh and ammo is still an issue. I mean that's that's the main thing industry wide right now, just trying to get a hold of ammo. We're 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 seeing you know, firearms, we're seeing accessories, but uh, the ammo is
1: the tough one. Absolutely.
4: Hey Jess, do you uh do you feel that it's odd that uh, we haven't heard anything about uh the attack of the Second Amendment from this administration? Uh or do you just think it's uh business as usual and and they'll get to it eventually?
3: oh, uh, sir, they're, they're they're working on it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Have you heard they're anything?
3: Uh, yeah, there's a couple of things they're talking about, like House Bill 127, um, a couple of other things kind of behind the scenes. Um, you know, industry-wise, we're all just waiting. Just You know, it's kind of a hide-and-watch deal, but right. you know, we're waiting to see what happens. And um, I've talked to some of my industry partners, you know, Sig and Glock, and they're, you know— They're actually, you know, trying to set up on what if scenarios, if certain things happen, how they continue their businesses. That is
1: really producing product. That's super interesting. That's definitely um, a topic that I want to touch on when we are discussing this in the um, uh, podcast exclusive, because uh, as Bo mentioned, you know, uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats said that the Second Amendment was something they were going to address on day one. And, and it's, it's kind of uh, very oddly not been something that they have, uh, they've done yet. So we're kind of all waiting for that other uh, shoe to drop. Uh, just before we run out of time on the radio show, uh, tell people how they can find you out there at uh, Razorback Armory.
3: Certainly. Uh, half mile south of 270 on Manchester Road in De Pere, right next to the tennis shop. Uh, RazorbackArmory.com, Facebook, all the different social media platforms, Instagram. Uh, Let's come on by, uh, see if we can maybe uh, get you into something.
1: Awesome. And make sure you stick around and make sure you download that podcast exclusive when it comes out on Monday so you can hear the rest of our conversation with Jesse from Razorback Armory. Right now, that's going to do it for this week's show for... New Chad, Carl Middleman, pew, pew. (laughs) And my partner, Bo Matthews. (laughs) He's not happy about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. See you, boys.
0: Get more at 971talk.com.